We are joined in this segment by Springfield Convention Visitors Bureau to Director Scott Dahl. Scott, good morning to you. And uh, wow, quite the council meeting with the layout of the sports complex. Uh, tell us about how that went in your eyes. Well, good morning, gentlemen. It, I, I thought it went great. We've been waiting on this since uh, since March when it was originally scheduled to roll out phase two. And you know we did we completed phase one in June of 2019. So uh, yeah, it was great to roll it out. Now, where exactly are we talking for the sports complex? Uh, um, is it going to be going across the street like we had some things before from Shields, or is it going to be going behind over by Ingrain where that mall was supposed to go? Yeah, we're, we're looking at the west side of Shields, so the the area to the west side that that's currently a cornfield. Uh, and we're looking at 95 acres uh, for both an indoor and, and outdoor facilities. Gotcha. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, this is going to, um, of course, have an economic impact uh, on the city. Um, sports tourism is huge, uh, and I know that. Uh, you know, I, I didn't really know how big of a deal sports tourism was, especially for people who have uh, children and uh, high school students. Um, it, until I, you know, during this pandemic, I heard that, uh, you know, there were tons of families that were going to save a lot of money, unfortunately, because they weren't able to travel during sports, uh, uh, tourism events. So they were actually saving, you know, thousands of dollars, if not more a month, because that's what they would spend going to different cities for competitions, for various events, all related around their, uh, youth's sports. So just how big of an impact do you think having a large sporting facility with multiple baseball diamonds, soccer fields, indoor, massive indoor competition space, how big of a significant impact would that make for for the Springfield area? Well, listen, I know we've been talking about a sports complex for 20 years. I moved down in 1996. I remember the time. This is not Xanadu. Let me assure you of that. Uh, but as far as the impact, I mean, sports tourism is an $18 billion annual uh, industry uh, right now. And it's been on the TVB's radar since 2018. It's part of our tourism trifecta. We have two sides right now. We will always be a, a leisure tourism city. We know that. Home of Abraham Lincoln, Franklin Wright, you know, Route 66. We've got that side covered. We also have the convention side cover, and I think we've proven that. Unfortunately, COVID has proven that. I mean, we have almost $40 million canceled this year in convention business. So, again, we're a convention. So what we're missing is that third side, and we need to connect that, and that's sports tourism. And, again, it's been on our radar since 2018. That's why we introduced the market analysis to Phase 1 in 2019. We're moving forward with Phase 2. And, again, we're, we're leaving it up to the developers. The developers moved to phase two. We did not pay. The city did not pay for phase two. Uh, we're allowing the developers to take the market analysis and move forward. But for Springfield, uh, SFA, who we've hired, Sports Facilities Advisory, $25 million a year direct annual impact. Wow. Indirectly, over 20 years, $500 million impact Springfield. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, a lot of money, um, a lot of impact, a lot of hotels, a lot of uh, restaurants, uh, uh, you know, ultimately uh, getting that activity. Um, but that could come with uh, some kind of uh, taxpayer subsidy or some kind of taxpayer investment. Uh, have we heard yet what that's going to be? And not just short term. Chris, you brought this up. You heard it uh, with yeah. your with your eagle ear over there when we were doing the council roundup. It's not just for the initial building. It's also for the, the ongoing long term maintenance that would be. 
Well, sure. And, you know, uh, let me also say that, uh, you know, that would be phase three, and that's when the legacy point development will come with our ask, with our funding ask. And that's what we're turning over to Director Yazel, Director McCarty, the city, to, to really get in the nuts and bolts of the financial side. But from my understanding, it's going to be three items. Performance-based. So performance-based properties. What can the facility and really legacy point development produce and do they get paid on what they produce? It's going to be location-specific. That means legacy point. And it's going to be visitor-funded. And there's a lot of ways you can do that, whether that's the hotel tax or that's the rebate on room nights that are generated. Uh, but when you say taxpayer, I don't see the taxpayer being involved. I think it's going to be location-specific and visitor-funded. How, how is that working, though, so far? Because I know Shields put the, that together at, at 10 and a, You know, when you shop at Shields, it gets a little extra, you know, as far as the ta- sales tax goes mm-hmm. and whatever. Is that working okay for those guys? And do you think that that pl- kind of plan is sustainable? Well, I, I do. It's created as a business district. And let's let's be honest. If, if we didn't have Shields as the anchor at Legacy Point, uh, I don't see it in that location. And really, I don't see the facility work in, in the city. Uh, Shields is such a tremendous asset to this city, uh, and it, it's a true destination. Uh, people travel here from out of town, whether it's a day trip or make it into an overnight, just to go to Shields and to have them as an anchor. And, you know, I'm assuming <laughs> that they would be on board uh, for this uh, through the years. Um, whether they're willing to get a piece of that, again, that, that'll that come out in phase three. And, and again, we get we get into the nuts and bolts of, uh, uh, of the funding. But this is different than what past projects have been. I think this has been, been uh, I think they've been relied heavily on developer um, and maybe looking at uh, a city by a city writing a check or, or having uh, more involvement. And the way this looks to me, uh, uh, the city uh, will not have down the road um, any liabilities. Uh, this will be heavily uh, on the developer. Scott Dahl is with us from the Springfield Convention and Visitors Bureau on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Well, and Scott, uh, when are we going to see this thing um, start moving? Uh, of course, I would imagine there would have to be some kind of approval from uh, City Hall as uh, you know they're getting these presentations. Uh, we've got COVID still uh, to contend with. Uh, how much of that's going to impact uh, when we actually see this thing, uh, the ground broken and uh, the first pitch thrown, so to speak? Well, Greg, we're looking at six weeks to introduce phase three. So it's, it's sooner than later. And regarding COVID, I mean, I need everyone to look forward to, eight, to 18 to 24 months out. I mean, the shovels will go on the ground uh, in the next year, but certainly, you know, it won't be up and we won't cut the ribbon, you know, for, again, 18 to 24 months. And let's hope we're well past COVID at that point. And, you know, what a, what a perfect time to do it. I mean, we're in this pause. Uh, we're forward-thinking. And to come out of COVID and the situation and, and really see, we, we know we're going to see a tourism rebound. We know we're going to see an economic rebound to come out of it and, and to have this new facility opening up, again, generating $25 million directly each year to the city, uh, 65,000 room nights. Uh, that's exciting to me. All right, terrific. Scott, uh, anything else going on as far as the front goes? I know that, uh, uh, you know, the hospitality industry is taking a hammering. Has that alleviated a little bit, or is it still pretty down? No, it still is. Uh, you know, we're, we're not seeing the leisure traveler come back. And, again, there's multiple reasons why, you know, states around us spiking. 
you know, we've we've got the quarantine in Chicago uh, right now that, you know, the, the travelers are associated with the entire state, um, which is understandable. So, you know, leisure has been slow to come back this summer, not as fast. Our convention business right now looks like it's being pushed to 2021. But, you know, I got to give a shout out to the CBB team, especially the sales team. I mean, we haven't stopped. I mean, you know, we worked two or three years out. And we just sent out our partner update. Uh, you know, they booked uh, almost 10,000 room nights uh, for the next few years during COVID. Um, they've reshuffled all these conventions that were canceled. So, I mean, we haven't stopped here. Uh, the future certainly looks bright for Springfield and for tourism. We just got to get through this pause. All right, terrific. Well, Scott, listen, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And anytime you need us, reach out, okay? As well. Hey, thanks, Chris. Thanks a lot. You bet. Everyone. Talk to you later.